Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Blister Podcast on the Blister Podcast Network. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. But you can also check out our YouTube channel. Just type up Blister Review, and you can see every video all in one place that we've ever put out. And that includes all of the videos we put out from our very first Blister Summit. And we are currently rolling out all of the videos from our second Blister Summit. So those are all there. And then, of course, you can also now find our Blister Crash Course Snowblade video, which we posted Friday morning. And that video is the subject of today's conversation. So joining me today are the stars of the video, and that, of course, would be Sasha Anastas, Kristen Sinat, Luke Kappa, and Dylan Wood. So yeah, if you are somehow new to the Blister universe or have yet to see the video, we will include a link to it in the show notes of this episode. And now what we're going to do is kind of pull back the curtain and take you behind the scenes of the making of this video. We're going to talk about some of the questions that arose during it. We'll revisit the whole ski poles question. And we'll go into a bit more depth about the experience of snowblading down Rambo. And so, let's get to it. All right, I am very happy to be here talking with Kristen Sinnott. Sasha Anastas, Luke Kappa, and Dylan Wood. I guess the big question is whether or not you, dear listener, have watched our Blister Crash Course Snowblade video. I sure hope you have. I suppose you can still listen to this podcast first and then go watch the video. That does seem to be a strange order of events in which to do things, but hey, it is a free country. Anyway, we are here to recap a little bit of the day's events and the experience, uh, provide a bit of behind-the-scene perspectives of things, ask a few questions, and maybe clarify a fight that broke out in the middle of Rambo. So um, we'll, we'll get to all these different things. So my question for all of you, first question is, given that the first blister crash course video that we did was telemark skiing did you find telemark skiing or snowblading to be more difficult luke kappa i'm gonna start with you i found blading far easier um i think because of a few things one i had snowbladed i think three days before we shot this so i had three days of experience Uh, cheating i mean we established this before we did it uh i had also grown Mm. up uh ice skating a little bit like i never played hockey or anything but like skated on like friends ponds or on the lakes in wisconsin and i feel like it's a very similar technique to snowblading whereas Tele skiing basically felt like I had to learn the opposite of everything I had learned about alpine skiing, and that made that a whole lot more difficult for me personally. Kristen, uh, well, so I have more of a history with tele skiing <laughs> than I do snowblading, but I love to snowblade, so I think snowblading is quite a bit easier 
it just, it makes more sense if you have a nice skating background, which I don't, but also, um, just skiing wise, it, it makes a lot more sense than teleskiing. So Sasha, you were not part of our telemark video, much to your chagrin, but what are your thoughts? You have telemarked at some point in your life, haven't you? Yeah, I've spent um, a little bit of time on teleskis. I think the difficult thing with teleskis is just there's just so much going on. You're trying to get the turn timing right, your body position right, your knee angles right. I just found that snowblading was a little bit more, shall we say, intuitive than telemark skiing. Um, though I have to say I did grow up playing hockey and I can't say that helped me out very much on the snow blades. <laughs> I can't say that that transitioned, um, uh, 100% for me, but I could just be the exception here. Or maybe it was those big feet. It was the big feet. You know, it would have actually trans- translated a little bit better because those big feet were more closer to like my actual hockey skate length than any of the other snow blades that you guys were on. Anyways, <laughs> fair. <laughs> Dylan Wood, this really isn't even a question we should be asking you because if Kristen was the sort of majestic vision of our telemark video, you certainly were like that glorious phenomenon star of our snowblade video. I'd like to hear your thoughts on snowblading versus telemarking. Well, first of all, Thank you. I'm flattered. Um, yeah, snowblading is way easier. Personally, I found it way more intuitive. Um, there was just something so weird about dropping a knee and not having your heel locked down with teleskiing. And while you could argue that I guess your heel isn't really locked down, like I bet if you lifted your heel on snowblades, you'd probably drop your knee about as hard as on tellies. But yeah, I... I just found snowblading way more intuitive, which is I can probably link back to um, a season in my life in ski school where there was like only two kids in our group and our instructor just had these snowblades in his locker and we just snowblade like every day. So shout out to this instructor. Totally forgot your name. Sorry. Yeah. Shout out that guy. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mike, maybe. I don't know. Probably Mike. <laughs> Mike, your student. Uh, has just achieved snowblade greatness thanks to you, whatever your name is. While you were talking, Dylan, it did raise a question for me on whether, you know, diehard telemark skiers who maybe have never been on snowblades, maybe some of them want to go experiment. And who knows? Maybe they'll be like, this thing that I've been doing, spending all this time on that's really hard and tricky there's this other sort of unconventional activity. I don't know. I wonder if this conversation might, you know, convert, convert some tele folks. Thoughts on this, anyone? I do see tele skiing as like, okay, you, you're doing something in a little bit of a harder way for some reason that I still don't understand. But snowblading is like, yeah, it's harder, but it's also a lot more fun in a lot of circumstances. And I would probably do it on several days throughout the year if I could. Whereas after our day of teleskiing, sorry, everyone, I was pretty satisfied with my tele time. <laughs> well, Kristen, thoughts? I, think, I still think you guys need to give teleskiing a, more of a chance. But I think it um, might correlate better if a teleskier went to tele snowblades, which I've seen at Crested Butte. And I just saw some this past weekend 
uh, some people doing it. So I also think maybe Dylan would really like to get on that since he's <laughs> such a snowblade star. Don't ruin snowblading for me, Kristen. <laughs> Don't take this away from me. I just think you would shine. It would be amazing. Stop trying to push Kelly skiing on us. I'm done. Stop Stop trying to push your agenda on Dylan, Kristen. Okay, interesting. My next question. I think maybe not Dylan, or Dylan, you can correct me if I had this wrong, but certainly for me, and I think this was true of at least Luke, Again, I had never been on blades in my entire life. And the first lap, like right off the chairlift, those blades were just out of control, like wobbling, like wild twitchy. And I was like, apparently this is also the hardest thing in the world. And then it pretty quickly settled down and like completely went away. And I never actually figured out what I was doing differently. And so this was my question to all of you. Like, one, first, did you experience that same phenomenon of the wild, fast twitch, wobble snowblades? And then two, if it went away for you, do you actually know what you were doing differently? Kristen. So this didn't happen. I, I knew going into Crested Butte, into this crash course, what to do, because the first time I ever got on blades was on this, like, only the kitty lift had been open early season. And so we were going down not much of a slope and it just shook so much. It was driving me crazy. So I actually on the next chairlift ride, I Google searched how to snowblade. <laughs> wow. That just seems like cheating. <laughs> and I have to say, it is really fun Google search. You get some great videos. So hopefully ours eventually pops up there um, for our crash course. But I found that uh, maybe on Google search that if you wait that downhill ski, really put all your weight on that. And I thought I told you that after your first run. You may have. But I, maybe you guys had different experiences. But that was my understanding. If you really pressure the downhill ski, that the wobble goes away. Uh, any other thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's a combination of, yeah, focusing more on that downhill ski. And I mean, it's just like with a ski platform that that's that small i feel like subtle otherwise subtle shifts in weight bias and balance make more of an impact than they would on a really long ski so for me it was like yeah waiting that downhill ski but also just uh basically just getting used to where my weight should be over the ski and over the edges um but it yeah <laughs> the anytime i get on or i guess the four days i've been on snowblades the first few runs are always pretty unnerving um, and I have to remember how to do them. But, but it was like by the end of the day, I was feeling pretty comfortable on them and it was a lot of fun. Sasha? I have to say, so this is my first time on Snowblades that I can remember. And um, I'm not sure if you guys uh, saw me, but the wobble never went away. Uh, the the <laughs> wobble was there with me the entire day. Um, I'm not somebody to, who blames equipment um, issues on uh, performance outcomes, but the wobble didn't subside until I had my temper tantrum at the bottom of Rambo and had to... <laughs> literally like kick off my big feet 
they're not really snow blades, are they? And then actually get a pair of legitimate snow, ba- snow blades um, that at that point, my legs were so tired and I was still trembling from the Rambo incident <laughs> that I was <laughs> wobbling for the remainder of the day. <laughs> so the wobble was just like, I just accepted that as part of the <laughs> snow blade experience. That that's just what you do. You manage the wobble. <laughs> manage the wobble. <laughs> I think we can blame the big feet for that one. Thanks, Dylan. I appreciate you saying that. Does anybody know, like, why did Big Feet exist? Who, when did these become a thing on Earth? Did snow, were snow blades invented first? And then someone was like, I know what, we should sort of make these worse. <laughs> yeah, we should make these worse and more wobbly. I'm no ski historian, but if my memory serves me correct, and I feel like I was there when ski blades or Big Feet came around, and Kristen helped me out, I feel like. Big feet were the OGs. I feel like big feet were the first things that came out and then snowblades, but maybe I'm just remembering things upside down these days. Yeah, I don't I don't have a memory of it at all. I just know that <laughs> if, if only you can we find could a Google pair this. of big feet, you should get them. Because <laughs> they're, they're hilarious. <laughs> I do not, I highly doubt they were the first ones, but I feel like they were maybe fairly early on. All I know, all I know is they're cool. worse. <laughs> They are worse. If the inventor and creator of Big Feet is listening to this right now, we're really sorry, but your product sucks. Thankfully, I didn't get on it, but man, just hearing the like terror and witnessing what was happening when Sasha was on them and then Luke was on them, this this did not seem sweet. Your product is not great. I feel like you got to understand that those you know they're old and we were gifted those by my brother-in-law and <laughs> oh well, i mean no, no, just g- like, bear with me for a second the binding was broken so that didn't help sasha's mental oh, state so i don't think it's necessarily all the big foot feet issue so much as like if it had an, a working binding that maybe you would have had a little more confidence <laughs> coming down rambo <laughs> This is true. I, I do recall the there was a little bit of rattle that I would just keep ignoring. Um, I know, yeah, Jonathan, I think you had dins on your snow blades, right? I think you had dins to just gave keep him you nice and secure. Size skis with real bindings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which to to revisit something that you had said, Sasha, too, about the length of the skis, they are actually longer than my son's 70 centimeter skis, except for the big feet. The other ones are all um, quite a bit longer. And most of the length on the big feet is in front. There's like absolutely no tail on those skis. Yes, there's a lot to comment about here um, about this. The I think the tail, would you say, Luke, is maybe six inches? If that, yeah. 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 I, and, I have, and it's, they're, they're directional. And it's, and it's a pintail <laughs> too. So you get lots of flotation from the front until you don't. <laughs> and then you have absolutely no support behind you which people saw in the video. Yeah, I feel like that was for me the the diff- most difficult thing for me was um trying to figure out how to turn A without my poles. Apparently, I depend on my poles to turn initiate way too much, but also without rocking back and forth because if I rocked too far back on those big feet, I would have I would have totally like fallen on my butt and had I rocked too far forward, I felt like I would have endowed Yeah, and I got to do feet. both. <laughs> So it was like I had a really hard time figuring out how I was going to get my weight into turns. And I think that in 
in of itself was the reason I had so much confidence issues on um, all terrain and why I was so entirely intimidated. But who knows? Could have been the wobble. I just like to say that Rambo. you crushed it, Sasha. So I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Like I didn't see, except for Rambo. Like I saw you were intimidated there, but otherwise, like I wouldn't have known that you were. You yeah, just were, like out of the gate, fairness. you were just slalom turning all down the mountain. So don't underestimate yourself. One thing I do want to say: if people remember the portion of the video where. Dylan and Luke and Kristen hit like this lip jump and then Sasha does her somersault. The funniest part is that Sasha completely wrecked herself apparently <laughs> on that like slow motion somersault and she has been talking about how her back is wrecked. It's been like what, three weeks? And that was like yeah, 30 um, seconds the... into the video. <laughs> Is our first run. <laughs> and like 30 seconds into the day, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I... That's the first run. Yeah, I had to almost visit a physical therapist. So. Oh, my gosh. I know. I mean, I I guess I'm not 20 anymore, right? And, and I, like, looking at the video, it's it's merely a somersault. Like, it's yeah, just a somersault. Uh, like a Are you sure it wasn't the cartwheel? Because <laughs> you did one no, of those no, later. The no, no, no. <laughs> it was the, before the cartwheel. No. I mean, it was like... It was sucker punch right in the flank, in the left flank, and uh, yeah, it, it was a real injury. It was a real. So injury. you were you were playing hurt that whole day. Um, it didn't. It was sore. It was really sore, um, and perhaps that's also why I had some issues. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just making excuses now. Uh, it didn't really come into um, fruition, if you will, until probably two or three days later. Um, I actually we had to do a hut trip. And I was trying to skin up and I like if I moved out of like a a plane, a certain plane, it was the most excruciating pain. I mean, I was useless. I was like on the couch. My husband was just like he was done with me. He's like, you injured yourself snowblading and I have to get you everything. <laughs> I mean, he he ran out of patience. Um, but uh, <laughs> the fortunate thing about my back injury but unfortunate thing was I ended up getting like another GI bug while I was up at this hut and I was literally in bed for probably three days the entire de- time we were up at the hut and then uh, back felt much better after that after I didn't do anything so man I guess I'm just not 20 anymore and, and some results are consequential wow mm-hmm. these are the sacrifices <laughs> we make for you people <laughs> right <laughs> okay moving on off of Sasha's bizarre yeah, health history and yeah, uh, current condition. I do want to bring up the ski poles question again. That was a brief but funny part that did make the final cut. Sasha was extremely concerned about not having ski poles. Two things I thought. One, going back and watching the video, I realized that Luke was hand dragging quite a bit while snowblading. And I was kind of jealous after the fact. It was like, yeah, that's a that makes perfect sense. Like, use your hands, you know, do some hand dragging. So, Luke, I thought that was good style on your part. I don't know if, if you know, traditionalist snowbladers would be mad at you for hand dragging or if that's an acceptable form these days. I don't actually know. I'll have to check with I don't the, know how we'd the official know. body, the, I don't know, FISB. The governing body, Yeah. <laughs> They're probably going to email us after this episode posts. So anyway, I liked the hand dragging. But two, it did get me thinking, if nobody uses ski poles while snowblading, 
why do we use ski poles when we use longer, more stable skis? Thoughts? For me, at least, I mean, I, I don't use poles on groomers, but in bumps and steep terrain, um, mostly it's to kind of kick off the initiation of a turn. And snowblades are so light. They're like the easiest things to hop turn ever. So like you don't really like I didn't really need any extra help in terms of just getting them off the ground and making a turn. Whereas if I'm on a 185 centimeter ski, there's a whole lot more swing weight there. So I feel like having a pole to help initiate that turn helps more with a larger ski. Also, I've just never, ever seen anyone blade with uh, with poles. And so like for the same reason I wear my goggles under my helmet like it doesn't really make sense but that's just (laughs) the way it's always been so I'm just keeping with the status quo Kristen you don't use poles on groomers like you have them you're just saying you don't pole plant they just they just drag behind me oh it's like you don't just you're like here's a groomer and you throw your poles (laughs) aside okay there's dozens of pairs of poles all over the mountain (laughs) Um, but so snowblading is kind of like ice skating a, a little bit, right? Like they're shorter, like uh, edges and stuff like that. And nobody ever skates with poles, right? Just a thought. I, I skated for the first time of my life in Sun Valley and I wish I had poles, but you'd probably not want like metal, you know, tips on them. You'd want like, like a toilet plunger, like a rubber <laughs> stopper kind of thing. They to have help. those walkers. That would have been helpful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what I could have used. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. Uh, I never, at least in the Olympics or watching hockey, I've never seen people with poles using ice skates. Great observation, Kristen. <laughs> but what about skate skiing? When you skate skiing, not only do you have poles, the poles Ooh. are like two feet taller than your head. Yeah, but, but those skis are giant. Yeah, but that's different than ice skating. It's the same. Well, you have to like your balance is different on the snowblades versus like Nordic cross country skiing, like skate skiing. Hmm. And plus, you're it's like a whole body workout because you're going down, up, flat. So that I don't think that translates quite as much. But I don't really accept the analogy of snowblades and ice skates. Ice skates, you're on a blade that is like a few millimeters wide. So I'm kind of maybe with Sasha. That's on this more one. the when you're flat. <laughs> I mean, if physically a snowblade is much closer in length to a pair of ice skates than most of the skis we ski, and that's why the the fore aft balance is far more similar in my mind. Like a speed skate, I could see that. It's probably actually, the big feet are probably shorter than a legit speed skate. Sasha, so, okay, any I'm with skate you I'm on is a, is a speed skate. But then that's more like <laughs> oh, tele wow. snowblading, right? Because a speed skate has the heel that comes off, at least for the long distance. Oh, I didn't even know that yeah. that was a thing. Getting... <laughs> yeah, we're getting in the weeds. You guys want to talk about more Olympic sports? <laughs> Dylan, we're going to let you kind of break the tie here Thoughts, you're the most accomplished of us. <laughs> well, one, I think I'm using my poles a lot when I'm normally skiing to just skate around, like skate through the lift line, skate off the chair, and you don't need poles to skate on on snow blades. You can like walk up things. I remember when we were skiing headwall, I was like, oh my God, 
this like 20 foot long sidestep that I'm usually like hating myself on for no good reason. I just walked up in like five seconds. This is great. And I think you would be surprised how much balance poles give you when you're normally skiing. And I don't know if this correlates to snowblading at all, but like if you watch our hands when in the snowblade video going around, if we had poles in there, like we would be causing harm to other individuals on the ski hill. So I think it's best we keep poles out of the hands of snowbladers. For the <laughs> sake of others on the hills? For many reasons, including that. Okay. Wow. Safety issue. All right. I uh, didn't really see that one coming. Okay. Moving on. I think we need to say a word about Dylan in the park and hitting the jump line. I don't know where I was at that point of the video, but I was not aware of what was happening. Was I yelling at Kristen seems to know either where I was or I don't know. She's making a big face you right now. You were with Sasha at the gap uh, on the box. When I got stuck on the gap. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, right. That didn't no, make the video. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I forgot about that. I totally forgot okay, about that. We will, we will upload We will upload this Wait, video. Wait, it can be a I blooper. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to give I that to too. Arnie. Oh, I forgot like about the social it. Post what gap or something? did you get All stuck right, in? Well, <laughs> Like the flat down box, the first box. Oh, all, of them, between. all of them. <laughs> she couldn't get from one to the other. <laughs> uh, we do have footage of this actually, and I forgot to give this to our amazing video wizard, Arnie. Fair not. I'm wow. sure it's going to come out at some point. Yeah, I'll we could, okay. we could use back. it as the, the social post for this podcast. Okay. You, you will see of which we speak. But okay, it's... That was kind of amazing uh, and hilarious. Dylan, did you know going into this day, you're like, I'm probably throwing a big laid out backflip on these snow blades or did you get swept up in the moment? I think it was a mix of both. Um, I knew at the beginning of the day, I was like, you yeah, know, if I have the chance to do a, a backflip, I, I will. But there aren't really many good places to throw backflips in Crescent Butte except for the park. And, you know, Arnie was like, pressuring me to drop in because we had a, a little window before a bunch of people were about to show up at the knuckle and I just like hit the first jump was a little off balance and then hit the second and felt more on balance and like got a grab and I was like oh yeah we're, we're we're calibrated now and like in the 10 seconds leading up to the jump I guess I made the decision and it worked out so we all reap the benefits now yeah what was the quote <laughs> pain is temporary glory lasts forever exactly pain is temporary pride is forever wow my football coach uh would be real real proud to be hearing those words brought back on a blister podcast um well dylan uh it was strong work in that jump line and unbelievable that you bladed away from that unharmed where while sasha was debilitated for weeks on her slow motion somersault so i mean yeah if you if you watch the video i don't think i really bent my knees when it looked I, like went I don't know what down happened. very locked yeah. yeah yeah i think i was just more concerned like if i change my balance at all i'm gonna either fall on my face or like loop out onto my back so i think i was just trying to stay as still as possible to ride away this this moment of glory that was the yeah. same that was my same thought process <laughs> on my somersault too <laughs> 
we probably need to say a little bit more. We've led up to it a bit. Skiing Rambo. It gets kind of passed over fairly quickly in our the final cut of the video. But basically, on Rambo, Kristen, Luke, and Dylan all decided to basically break far right near the top. Sasha was kind of eyeing the very far left side of Rambo. And I just decided to go that direction with her. And honestly, normally I do ski the left side of Rambo. So that wasn't like some big switch up. I only ski skiers right side. I've ne- I've actually never skied skiers right of Rambo. Huh. Okay. Now it makes more and sense. And having watched it, I don't, I think, I don't know why I ever do ski the left side of Rambo. Wendy Fisher, by the way, same reaction. Like skiing Rambo with her, she was like, I always ski the right side. So apparently I've been kind of doing Rambo wrong. Anyway, Sasha was going in left and I was like, oh, well, I'll just kind of go on that side because you guys were, you know, over on the other side. And this is when Sasha really started like truly freaking out, like terrified and stuck. And that then got me freaking out because she was so freaked out. And like now we're both kind of gripped. And the funny part is I was actually feeling quite comfortable on my DIN binding having a blade set up. So I was feeling pretty good. But Sasha was so gripped that like I it the grippedness, I don't know, bled over. And so now we're just both standing there and I'm like, Sasha, just get a bit to the right. And she, I was like, you need to like step up like five feet up a admittedly very steep mogul. And she was like, no chance. And then I'm like, well, Sasha's stuck in the middle of Rambo, terrified. (laughs) I don't think I can get her down. I'm now gripped slash angry. And I don't know, anybody else want to jump in on this? I'm going to just defend myself here because I did, I did commit to that, that, I mean, I ski, right. I ski skiers, right. Um, when I usually ski Rambo too. So, um, I don't know why I chose the left side, but alas, here we are. And so when I chose it and I saw like, it was just, there was just a little bit, I don't know. The line was just a little bit more peculiar. I said to you, I said, don't come down here. Stay high. Go where Kristen and and Luke and Dylan are. Stay high. I gave you that disclaimer because I knew. And I was like, don't come down here. This is going to be a mess. I thought I was going <laughs> to take the blades off <laughs> and hike down. I mean, <laughs> that for real. I was like, okay, worst case scenario, I'll just pop these hardly hanging on bindings anyways and walk down. And I think for me, like I was so intimidated because on the steeper stuff, I had such a hard time trying to figure out how to initiate turns a without my ski poles, but B with my six inch tail, I really couldn't rock back and forth. So I was like, you know, one thing you have to do in Rambo, cause you know, with you, you're gonna you have to be quick on your turns you have to move your weight around and then you have to you know readjust it and I couldn't I could not get that feeling on any of the steeper stuff to a point that I had gone around a lot of other stuff that you guys all ski because I was like and of course my back was a little sore so I was like okay like we got to be smart here and so I really thought I was gonna have to deblade or de bigfoot <laughs> and hike down and then you came over and then it was just worse because now I was like having to deal with my own dilemma and then deal with whatever dilemma I got you into. And so it was just it was a mess. <laughs> and I don't 
I don't think I realized that you were a, you. What you really wanted to do was have me leave you alone yes. so that you could deblade in shame. <laughs> Mostly, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go, you know, just make sure Sasha's okay." No. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Wow. Anyways, and I didn't realize that your binding was also basically broken. So that's a pretty tough. You you were you had the toughest scenario in which to. Uh, the odds were not in my Rambo. favor, but hey, we did it. Okay. And again, shout out to Kristen. Her first time ever on Rambo was done on Snowblade. So shout yeah. out. That is so proud, Kristen. Thanks. Like, I'm just, I think that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I'm curious if you're going to prefer Snowblades now. Well, I, I wanted to set the stage for you guys because, like, <laughs> when we got to the top of it, I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'm doing Rambo. Then we pull up. And I was like shaking while we were just looking over the edge. I think I was further back than all of you guys. And we were all very lighthearted going into it, right? And then Dylan's like, okay, guys, in all seriousness, people do break bones on this and get seriously injured. So if you're not feeling it, don't do it. I was like, I'm not feeling it. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Neither was I. I was like, that's great. I was great. totally Let's not go. feeling it. And then, <laughs> then we're like, we'll go around. I'm like, all right, we'll go around. Look, I can still get out. Okay. Oh, this isn't bad. We can still go out. Okay, I can still hike out of this. I fuck. Excuse me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm now hugging a tree between the left and the right side while we figure out what Jonathan and Sasha are doing. Like, like the tree was perpendicular to the ground, or I guess yeah, because the ground was super slope. And I just like hugged it, waiting for Luke and Dylan to go down. And no, it was it was terrifying. You did excellent. Well. Yeah, I'm jealous other, of your I, segment in the video, quite frankly. I'm just happy I followed these two instead of you guys. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Which usually I don't want to follow Dylan or <laughs> Luke. So <laughs> just pretty happy that that worked out. The other highlight here was that actually I think Luke might never ski Rambo again, not on Snowblades. Luke loved the Rambo Snowblade experience. It was sweet. They're really fun to hop turn on. Especially if you just like want to be goofy with it and make really exaggerated hop turns. It does feel a little bit like I feel like snowblades are potentially more prone to catching on all the tiny tree stumpy things that are scattered throughout Rambo. So that was the main thing I was worried about. But like in terms of hopping down steep terrain that doesn't have random obstacles sprinkled throughout, uh, I really, really enjoyed them. It was super fun. Yeah, I think me, Kristen, Luke all had a pretty drama-free, fun, straightforward time on Rambo. And we were just hanging out down there. Oh, yeah, that was good. That wasn't too bad. And we look up. We're just like, what are they doing? Like, what is going on up there? And it just seemed, it seemed like such a very isolated zone of just panic on Rambo. That we're just so confused. But like we legitimately got in a fight. Like I think we were, I think we were like legitimately fighting, which isn't that unusual for you or I, right? Like that's sort of how Jonathan and I communicate. So it wasn't that unusual, but then like you see it on the video, I was like, oh yeah, we were fighting. I just <laughs> fighting like in the middle of Rambo, <laughs> like with Sasha stuck. I mean, looking from oh, the bottom, man. I was just so confused why you guys decided to go up over the mogul <laughs> like i i think if you look at the video it's pretty clear that there's like maybe like a little rock or a stump or something right below you 
but then it's just clear afterwards. Again, Luke, I did see the light, and that is eventually how I got my ass out of there, is I saw the little rock, and I, like, slowly went down to it, and I did a little cute turn around it, and then I was, like, home free. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you ripped it after you got over that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, Sasha, if I recall, you were, like, I think you were saying, like, I can't make that one turn. I need to make that one turn, and I can't. And so then I was like, well, then just sidestep up over this mogul, and it's fine on the other side. She's like, I can't do either. And then I'm like, well, this isn't good. (laughs) So at that point, I yeah, probably just started. I went from compassion and empathy to be, like, to angry. And then I was like, I don't know what's happening here. And uh, we're going to have to get helicoptered off of Rambo or something. Um, But anyway, uh, it worked out. We should say, I do feel like we should say like public service announcement. You know, look, if you are somebody who skis Rambo all the time and you're like, what are they talking about? That runs super easy and fine. Good for you. That's great. But generally, I would say if you come to Crested Butte and you've never skied Rambo before, I would probably say it's probably safest just don't ski it. Don't ski it if you're with if you're not with somebody who has skied that line. People do in fact, you can get hurt on this thing. I you know, we we had a video to make. We'd all I was going to say we'd all skied it before many times except that's not true. Sorry, Kristen. But anyway, it it's not really a joke line, so I don't know. Is there a better way to put it? Anyone? Look at it from the bottom first. Look at it from the bottom first and then the top. Try and figure out your line. Try and figure out which side of Rambo is the best. Jonathan, Sasha, (laughs) this one's for you. (laughs) Snowblades are preferable over big feet. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But but it's not it's not we don't want to see anybody getting hurt that at least who isn't named Kristen or Sasha. Apparently. Sorry, you two. There were incidents this year. Plenty of there were. Yeah. The only thing I knew about Rambo going in, because somehow I like always miss this run, which I don't. Yeah, I have no remorse on that. Um, But we uh, during the blister summit, I was riding up the chairlift with Wendy Fisher and this girl, Sasha, was on the chairlift with us. And she's like, let's go ski Rambo. And Wendy's like, no, I don't take groups down Rambo anymore because a good friend of mine. I took her down in a ski group, very good skier, and she had a terrible crash and never skied again or something something like that. I was like, cool, Rambo, don't need to ski that. Oh, Snowblades? Yeah, sweet. That's the time I want us to try it. <laughs> so thank you, guys. You know, there were complaints that there was no crashing in our Telemark video, and so I was I was trying to give the people what they want, you know? Yeah, we got at least a Just few. Kidding. A few of those in the Blade video. Thankfully not on Rambo. I have to say something I didn't... I, I didn't get to see the backflip in person again because of Sasha's um, mishap. Uh, mishap. <laughs> the mishap on the gap. On the rail. Uh, but I also <laughs> didn't see your uh, somersaults, Luke, and those were super impressive on the big feet. Multiple. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, they were... I was... It was really good. So kudos to well, you too. You, Sasha like you recovered and I, it. Sasha and I switched. So I was on the big feet for the last two runs of the day. And I crashed, I mean, three times between the top of Upper Park and the base area, which is basically like two runs. And I had zero such issues on the K2 blade. So I feel like that's a testament to Sasha's ability to get 
uh, get down Rambo on those things and Headwall and everything else. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for making me feel better about it. <laughs> I mean, before this day, Rambo was one of my favorite runs. I mean, I'm still reconsidering. It'll take a couple more seasons to heal, I think. <laughs> I want to have some of you talk about what you thought the hardest part of snowblading was or is and what the easiest part of snowblading is. Sasha, I don't know. You were on big feet most of the time, so maybe you have tough. I guess you would say the hardest part was no ski poles. No ski poles and or like figuring out how to transition my turns as I normally do on longer skis. And so that then once you had once you had that figured out and you found your balance, then then it was fairly easy um, kind of establishing in the center of the ski. And I found that you could ski fairly fast and fairly playful. Um, but I did feel like a uh, fall was like any minute and, and the fall could have been consequential. But I think, yeah, the hardest part for me was definitely like figuring out how to transition my turns, especially on the steeper stuff. Dylan? I would say that the hardest part is just how balanced you need to be especially if you're like trying to ski normally and trying to ski fast. And I don't think I realized this until a day or two days after I was, you know, back on normal skis and I'm like, oh my God, my legs are so sore right now. I feel like I've been doing wall sits for the past like three days. And I think it was just from trying to stay so centered and I don't know, my quads were just way more sore than they've ever been from a normal, normal ski day. And I think the easiest part is just you're on skis that are two feet long. You can turn wherever, whenever your swing weight is non-existent. And so you just, you can go anywhere. World is your oyster on ski blades. Luke? Uh, similarly, yeah. Hardest part is just figuring out the balance point at first. And especially when, you're skiing something steep or big moguls or getting in the air. Um, and then easiest part is the hop turns and spinning in general. Like they're like Dylan said, there's, it feels like you're just wearing a pair of shoes and that feels super weird at first. But then once you get used to it, it's pretty sweet. Kristen. The hardest part for me is just trusting them. Um, kind of not knowing how they were going to react in situations um, once the wobble's gone. But even like on Rambo, just be like, I, I'm pretty sure I can do this turn. This turn's totally fine. I can do this turn. I'm like, but I don't know if the snowblades want me to do this turn. Um, and then <laughs> I think it was at the top of Headwall before we went over to Rambo when I, I, probably you again, Dylan, like you got in my head a few times, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, if you fall, it's not going to be very easy to self arrest on those. Like you're not going to get, the skis aren't going to come off. Wow, like, just, <laughs> maybe just one of you that said it out all like, day. Ah! Um, and then, so <laughs> mentally it was hard for me. And then the easiest part is just how quick they do turn. And once you're balanced in have for me, at least have the downhill, um, ski aided, it was pretty, pretty fun and similar to alpine skiing, except for, you know, not much in front or back, but. Wow. So basically Sasha got me super gripped and Dylan got Kristen super gripped. <laughs> I didn't know these dynamics were, were happening through the day. Uh, 
And Luke was just doing his thing. Luke was just like feeling it on Rambo. I mean. Well, Jonathan wanted to go straight to Headwall and he had this like weird Jonathan energy I've never seen before where he was like the most um, or had the highest risk tolerance of any of us. And I think I was just trying to balance that out and and keep us in check a little bit. And it was just like low reward to risk ratio, like going to the top of Headwall it's like you're doing the same thing as we did, but it's just more rocks and a higher consequence if you do lose an edge and fall through all of it. Yeah, he was a is a little little more apprehensive once we got to Rambo. It seemed. <laughs> I know. I was no, that was that was because of the, the company I was keeping. Like, that was the company I was keeping. Uh, he still uh-huh. stayed up there say. for a, a long time. <laughs> I was trying to get Sasha off the freaking mountain. <laughs> And then finally, it's like, I'm I just going like to have to leave this shit. I don't know what first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed to make sure uh-huh. she was like going to get down. Mm. Likely story. Wow. <laughs> um, no, Thanks, I, I will Thanks say that like I didn't like being on snow. That part didn't really concern me, whether it was Headwall or Rambo. But getting in the air at all. And I'm like, I did like the. You know, like just what I wanted to avoid was the violent, like if you're too far forward or too far back, is it effectively, do you have the same effect as like catching a a toe edge or heel edge on a snowboard? That's what I just have no experience with. And so that's the thing that I was most concerned about. Like, yeah, I didn't want to have that happen. My shoulder's healing up pretty well these days. So I was like, I don't need that. Yeah, I got to do both and they were not nearly as violent as catching an aggressive edge on a snowboard, which is pretty brutal a lot of the time. Oh, God. Which is why I'm terrified of our next video. Yeah. All right, last question. Will you now be blading more or less after our snowblade day? Dylan. I mean, I hope more. I think that was my only snowblade day that I've had since fourth grade so <laughs> i would like to do it more i remember after our day i was trying to figure out how to use kristen's snowblades again the next day but then she left and made me very sad so maybe i'll have to buy a pair of my own well yeah i think you guys have some at headquarters right moment oh. sent the Frankenblade, so you can actually review them and have reason to get on them great point and yeah kristen. i'm not bringing I'm not giving away any snowblades. <laughs> that was actually quite a disappointment. Those those two pairs of blades for a moment arrived after we shot the video and they do look kind of awesome and would I'm confident ski about a thousand times better than the big feet things. So maybe we will have to I don't know if we'll shoot a whole nother video, but we'll need to spend some time on those. We'll get some content. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get some content. Kristen, obviously this wasn't your first time, but do you think you will now be more inclined to jump on blades or? I mean, Snowblades has been in my five ski quiver multiple times, uh, in part because when Lyndon was really young, it's easier to get on and off the magic carpet on short skis and to carry multiple pairs of skis and a child to the ski area. Uh, so I, I did like them for that. Um, I also love them for a good slush day. Like we had the most ideal day for our video. Like I wouldn't take it out on a refrozen spring day. 
Um, but no, I, I would like to, I wish I had closed out the, the mountain with them or closed down the mountain with them this year, but I didn't get a chance. By the way, Kristen, you were telling us before we hit the record button that you were watching the video with your little son, Lyndon, on the big yeah. screen. And you said he said something. Yeah. And we told you, don't tell us now. Tell us when we at, when we were recording. Well, first of all, he, he loved the video. He was able to point out everybody. He's three and a half. Um, and he recognized everybody and was cheering everybody on and dancing, especially to the like Rambo music. He really liked the hard music, he said. But... But at the very end, when we're all lined up standing on snowblades, so he said, why is Sasha not tall? She's a little short, right? <laughs> Great <laughs> question, like, Linda. He's like, kind of like me. I'm not that tall right now, but why is she not tall? <laughs> Basically the same height. And I was like, oh, man, you've been spending too much time with Jonathan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> the, the like oh, overalls. I had a feeling you were gonna say that because I can't make you look taller. Like, when we oh, were all lined up together, I was like, "Jesus, yeah. I'm so oh. short." <laughs> all right, Sasha, will will you now be more inclined or less inclined? Oh, my gut instinct is less inclined, but we'll see. <laughs> I think I'm good for a little bit. Uh, no, I mean, I had I had a terrific time. I really did. Um, they were very playful. I actually liked being in the air on them for some reason. Um, I know. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but I did feel like I I got through and I, I like got through the day without a major injury. And so I think I'm a little bit, perhaps it's the Rambo situation or what have you. I'm a little PTSD. Maybe I'll go um, find a closing day with Kristen somewhere and be super psyched to get on the snowblades. Um, again, uh, after I've healed up from this experience. But for now, I'm good. I'm real good. Hopefully a year is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no somersaults. It might be two years. Maybe when Lyndon is the same height as me, we'll go <laughs> snowblading yeah, right. together. That's perfect. Luke? Uh, yeah, I hope to blade more. Like the main thing is just like we have so many skis to review. that That's the main thing yeah. holding us back. But now we have a pair of blades to review. So... I get an excuse to take them out more because I had a blast. It was like first turns. I was just laughing, which is is rare um, on a pair of skis. So, yeah, hopefully to, hoping to do it more. I, I got out with a few friends after we filmed. I wasn't blading, but they were blading for the first time. And I have to say they <laughs> uh, did a good bit better than some of us did for our first days. Like it was pretty, like I think Headwall was our second lap that day with that crew. Um, so we've, we've got some competition and maybe we need to practice more next season. <laughs> or we could all enter the Blade the Extremes event, in which case we can't practice until the very end of the season. Right. I think for me, I got to say, I, I do feel like there is some real unfinished business actually with telemark skiing because of the whole lack of dropping a knee. Whereas like blades, I think I kind of like, I'm not saying I couldn't get a whole lot better, but like I sort of get it. Telemark, I just think at some point we got to go back. Knee to the snow, not have Kristen sabotage us. Sorry, last time, last time I'll do that. But so that's kind of my take. I don't really want to do it, but I feel like 
I should, you know? So that's kind of my take. Whereas if we have a snowblade day next season, like that's fine. All good. That's kind of my take. Hopefully it'll be a snowboard day soon. Oh man. How, how's everybody feeling about snowboard day? Dylan, have you been on a board? Yeah, I've been on a snowboard maybe twice and last time was pretty good. Skiing like blue groomers or riding blue groomers just fine and moguls were a challenge but excited to pick it up are we allowed to just go like boot pack up snodgrass or something and do like backcountry not firm firm groomers for the snowboard no, video that's for the snurfing video which is uh, later on really you're saying we have to do it inbounds i think you would struggle more in powder on your first time on a snowboard than on a groomer really yeah even though all i really care about is avoiding the violent toe edge or heel edge smash yeah i mean you don't have to go fast on a groomer you don't have to go that fast i'll do sasha somersault speed on a snowboard okay yeah like if you see if you watch a video of someone having just a violent season ending toe edge double collarbone smash it's when they're like not paying attention, going super fast and just like looking around. So you just, you just gotta be on it. Expect the unexpected. Sasha, you game for a snowboard crash course? I'm a terrible snowboarder. I'm game, but man, you guys aren't gonna see me off the green hills. I've tried to snowboard twice in my life and it didn't end well either, but I'm game. I'm, I'll be a good sport about it. Kristen? I would like to excuse myself from that video. <laughs> are, you, are you opting out? I, we have other I mean, reviewers. I don't want to be hurt okay. for the heli I... video. Um, <laughs> All right. So, yeah. No, I, I've never snowboarded. Uh, the closest I've come is wakeboarding, and I fell a lot uh, trying to go toe side. So, yeah, I feel like I would just crash and break myself. Uh and yeah, if there's other reviewers that want to do it more than me, I definitely hand that off. You guys have seen enough of okay. me. We should we should have Luke? Arnie uh, film it on skis. Arnie, our filmer, is a snowboarder. Oh. <laughs> True, and I don't think that he's video might ever not come tried out skiing. Great. Really? I'm pretty sure the the snowboarders in the Butenko uh, crew, like all the skiers, like to try uh, snowboarding a few times a year. Does not go both ways. Ah, yeah. you calling out the Slightly, yes. team? I think they're yeah. a little bit one-sided. <laughs> Arnie. All right, Arnie, what's up? Uh, Luke, <laughs> how are you feeling about the snowboard video? I'm excited. I love, like, carving a snowboard feels super cool. Um, and I want to figure out how to ride them in moguls. So it's a fun excuse to work on that. How how many days have you been on a board? Uh, I think two or three um but i grew up like wakeboarding and wake surfing um so kind of that works i feel like that translates more to snowboarding than hard pack snowboarding and i still have no idea how to carve a clean heel side turn but uh i always enjoy it and i think it's different enough from skiing where i'm less frustrated with myself for not being good at it versus like teleskiing where I'm like, I'm on skis in ski boots. This should be easy. And that drove me nuts. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. All right. Well, anyway, we'll see if we get there. We'll see if our listeners uh, want to see 
the creation of the snowboard crash course video. So again, our rules on this, um, if you enjoy these things, give us that rating or review of Gear 30 in Apple Podcasts. Our fate is in your hands. So um, anyway, but we do want to say thanks to everybody who listens to all of our podcasts. And I've actually been, you know, scheming up some things that we could do to kind of reward our faithful listeners for Off the Couch and for our Bikes and Big Ideas podcast. And I've got some thoughts actually for Blister podcast too. So we'll see about that. But for now, we'll just uh, keep trying to avoid injury in these uh, Gear 30 Blister Crash Course videos. And uh, to all of you, that was a fun day. Really fun to play it back. And uh, I'm uh, I'm glad we survived the day. And so with that, Kristen and Sasha and Luke and Dylan, thanks. I'll be seeing all of you real soon. So thanks again. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Well, that's it for this edition of the Blister Podcast. I want to say thanks to Sasha and Kristen and Luke and Dylan for the conversation and also for being fun to go Snowblade with. I also want to say thanks to Taylor Ahern for producing this episode And of course, I want to say thanks to our incredible videographer, Arnie Arnold, for putting together yet another fantastic Crash Course video. Arnie, you're the best. Look forward to the next one. Even if I'm a little scared, hopefully you're going to give me some snowboard tips because Arnie's a really good snowboarder and he's actually a snowboard coach. So this could come in really handy. And so, yeah, for those of you who enjoy these Gear 30 conversations or Blister podcast or Bikes and Big Ideas or our off-the-couch conversations, we really would appreciate it if you would take a minute to just leave us a rating or review uh, for any of those podcasts you enjoy. And that just helps us keep this whole enterprise kind of going and growing. And also, thanks to you that already have left those ratings and reviews and, uh, these whole crash course things well these are definitely your fault you're to blame and to thank so thanks hope you all had a great weekend and we will talk to you again later this week